0: God bless you. Thank you for joining us once again. This is David Rangel with David Rangel Ministries. Uh, as we continue with our title, Who Are You? Identity is very crucial for us in our existence and our purpose. Uh, we continue our third part of this teaching, and our subtitle is You Are Significant. I want you to know that you are significant because of what God has done, because of what God has uh, has established because of uh, the sacrifice that Jesus Christ did for you and I and in his sacrifice and in his work and purpose in our lives we are significant we are powerful we are uh, a great nation the Bible says I want you to go with me to Isaiah chapter 66 verse 8 as we read again our foundational scripture in this series again it says who hath heard such a thing who had seen such things shall the, shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day or shall a nation be born of of at once for as soon as zion travailed she brought forth her children zion represents the church the church is you and i the Bible says as as soon as Zion travailed, the word travailed literally means uh, to bear or to to uh, to form. As soon as Zion, as soon as you and I were formed and matured and as God is forming us and establishing us, the Bible says that she brought forth her children. We will begin to multiply, to produce, to live out the blessing, the purpose, the calling of God that he has placed in our lives. Today, we want to focus on the reason why you are significant. Uh, you are significant for a lot of reasons. I, if I want to, I want to just go back a little bit. The first lesson and the first teaching of this series, uh, we dealt on the fact that you are accepted and we told you why. You're accepted because of what Jesus Christ did for us. And then we went into the second part of the series and we taught on you are secure There is security, you are secure in the things of God. There is security in the purpose of God, as long as we are planted and we are connected with God. And today we wanna uh, focus on the fact that you are significant. You're significant no matter what your past says. You're significant no matter what the future holds. You're significant no matter what the present situation or the, the, the enemy that is surrounding you, uh, people, friends that do not give you the credit. It does not matter what they say or what they think about you. Doesn't matter what the world is saying about us or what the situation or your past uh, uh, credits have spoken of you. You are a new creation. And I need you to understand today that you are a significant individual in the kingdom of God. You are significant in the purpose of God. You are significant in this time that we are living today. Let us focus on and let us, uh, drive this point biblically and according to what the Bible has to say with us, according to why we are significant. Matthew chapter 5. In the book of Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 and 14 scripture gives us something that we are to uh, just remind ourselves of what God has called us to be. Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 and 14. Watch what he says. You are the salt of the earth but if the salt has lost his savor Wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Notice what the scripture says. You are, I am, we are the salt and the light of the earth. I don't have the time to elaborate on salt, but salt not only gives you flavor, salt preserves salt protects. There are things and ingredients or uh, benefits of salt. And the scripture says, if the salt has lost uh, his savior, then what is it good for? And then he goes on to say, and you are also the light of the world. So you are, you. we, we are, you are, uh, you and I are significant uh, in this life because God has called us to be salt and light in this world. In John chapter 15, uh, let's read verse 1, the book of John, chapter 15. <clears throat> he says something that is that is uh, crucial to us as well, according to uh, why we are significant. The Bible says, uh, while we get to the scripture, that, uh, that a man, whatever man thinketh in his heart, so is he. There is a reason why uh, God tells us in Romans chapter 12 that we are to be re- there is transformation by the renewing of our mind. You got to begin to renew your concept, your thinking, your process and we are renewed by his word. His word brings life according to John chapter 6. Jesus said, "My words give our spirit and there are life to you." So we need to receive what the word of God is saying. That's why it's important that even though you're listening to the world and the problem and the situation and the obstacles that are around us or before us, we need to put focus also on the word of God. Can I say it like this, that, 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 that we need to focus more on the word of God and the promises of God than, what are, than, than the enemy and the issues and the problems that are going and surrounding us. For the Bible says uh, that out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. And it also says God put your Proverbs talks about it and tells us we need to put the word of God in our hearts. Let him write not only in, in, in uh, tablets of stone like he did in the Old Testament, but God desires to write his word in your heart. He wants to put his word in your mind. He wants you to live out the word of God. Therefore, the Bible says we are to be the salt and the light of the world. John chapter 15 verse 1 says, I am the true vine and my father is the husband. Husbandman. Jesus is saying, I am the vine, and God is the husbandman. Verse 5 now gives you revelation. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. Watch the the uh, principle that God has given us. Uh, Jesus is speaking, and he identifies, okay, I am the branch. God, uh, is the husbandman. He, I, he, Jesus, I am the vine. God is the husbandman. And then he says, you are the branches that are connected to me. He says, and whoever is, uh, abiding in me and Christ is the abiding in you, he says, the same bringeth forth much fruit. It is God's will. It is God's purpose. It is your calling to bring forth much fruit. So according to the scriptures, we are, uh, the branch of the true vine and the channel of his life. We are to emanate the life of God in our lives. Jesus said, came and he said, and he told us, I come not to give you life the way the world is giving it to you, the way the world is offering it to you. But Jesus says, I come to give you and show you a life that is more abundantly, that is better off, that is beyond what the the scope of what the world is offering you. And the scripture says that we are the brand Branches that should be connected to the vine, which is Jesus. And in that, in that connection, then we begin to give a, and, and we channel out or, or produce an abundant life. Jesus says you are significant because you are connected to me, Jesus says. The word of God says, as long as you are connected to him, as long as you are, are connected to his word, as long as you are, are, are focusing and you identify with who you are and your purpose in him. And you know why you exist. The Bible says you become significant in the kingdom of God and you are significant in this life. John chapter 15, verse 16. Notice what he says. He says, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you, that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may bring it to you. God, watch Watch what Jesus says. He says now that he has chosen you. And He has ordained you. The word ordained means He set you apart. He's already predestined you. He's already set something for you. We are predestined to walk a certain way. We have been ordered. We have. There is a blessing. There is a road that God has prepared for us. That's why the Scripture says that. And He says He has ordained you. And He says this is what the, this is the, what He has called you to be. That you should go forth and bring forth fruit. You are significant. You have been uh, appointed. You and I have been chosen and appointed to bring fruit. That's why you are significant in this lifetime. Again, we are to begin to uh, walk in these truths. We are to remind ourselves. We are to focus. Proverbs says, let the word always be in front of your eyes do not do not allow your eyes or your vision to linger away from the purpose and the calling and the power of the revelation of identity that god has given you you have been chosen we have been appointed to do what to bring forth fruit you 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 haven't been chosen and appointed just to live and let's see what happens and let's see what this life brings me no you have been called and chosen and appointed and given direction given purpose given uh identity and he says you are to are chosen and appointed to bring forth much fruit in acts chapter 1 The Bible gives us uh, another revelation and because you are significant because of what God uh, and uh, he has spoken over us, because of what Jesus said. According to Acts chapter 1 verse 8, the scripture says, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost parts of the earth, Uh, you and I. Are personal witnesses of jesus christ you have you have a significant calling, a significant touch of God, a significant purpose in your life, not just to live according to what you desire and 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 uh and uh, how you want to uh walk through your life, but you and I have been called to have a personal and be a personal witness of the Lord Jesus Christ. To let people know this is the God that we serve. He has blessed me. He has saved me. He has delivered me. I've had my moments. I've had my struggles. and I'm going through some things, but he's my strength. He's my blessing. He's He's the one who encourages me. He's the one who covers me. He's the one who establishes who I am. And that's why we are significant in this life. First Corinthians chapter 3 goes on and gives you another revelation of who you are. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 16, it gives you why you are significant uh, in in this life and why you have a significance in the kingdom of God. Uh, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 16, the Bible says, Know ye not that you are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwells in you? He asked the question, don't you understand who you are? Don't you, uh uh can't you, don't you comprehend? Can't you comprehend everything that God has established for you to be? He says, according to scripture, know ye not that you are the temple of God. You are God's temple. Your body is the temple of the spirit of God. And then the Bible says, for the spirit of God, dwells in you. Don't let nobody Uh, and do not believe the lie of the world or the problem or those that that do not believe in you and you ain't nobody. You have no purpose. You're never going to amount to nothing. You got to believe and you got to understand and get a revelation of what the word of God is saying to you. You are, we are God's temple. We are significant because God is abide, has abided in us. He has chosen you. He has called you. He has called you out. He has separated you, uh, from the many, from the world to uh, establish a relationship with us and flow not only in us, but through us to give us, to give us life and to emanate the life that God has for us as a witness and as God's temple. It's established. That we are his temple. The body, we, our bodies are God's temple. Paul says that we are to give him, offer him not only our minds, not only our souls, not only our spirit, but we are to offer a sacrifice in our bodies as a living sacrifice. Our temples belong to God. Our temples belong to him. We are, we are to be established and known that our temple, we our body is his temple. He abides in us. Therefore, you are not your, your own. You are representing uh, the God of the universe. It's, it's God in us. And that is why we are significant in this time and in this life. Our lives are significant. It doesn't matter if your parents said you ain't nothing. doesn't matter if society says that your generation will never amount to nothing. It doesn't matter what what the world is trying to put on you, what the devil is reminding you that you did and you failed and whatever. That's not you anymore. We have been regenerated. We have been uh, offered a new life. We live in a new life. And we are the temple of God's Spirit. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, uh, we're going to read 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 through uh, 21. Watch what the scripture says now. This is why you are significant. I want you to understand there is power in your life. You don't have to look for something to be significant. You are significant already. You are powerful. You have, ca- have a calling. You have the grace of God. You have the power of God with you. You have destiny inside of you. You have purpose to live by. You have an agenda that God has called you. Can you imagine God sending his only begotten son to die for you and me? You are so valuable to God and you are significant. Your identity is powerful. That's what the devil is trying to tell you a lie and sell you a lie. But the scripture is now giving us a revelation that we are not only God's temple, but 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 through verse 21. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 through verse 21. He says, therefore, if any man be in Christ... He is a new creature. That word creature is creation, a new substance. He says, old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Somebody's got to believe that. Some of you've got to preach that every day because every day the devil's reminding you of their past and of what you did or how many times you tried it. The devil's a liar. This is a new day. The Bible says every morning his mercies and his grace are new. This is a new opportunity for you. I'm telling you, get up, I uh, identify with who you are, identify with Christ Jesus and become what God has called you to be. Oh things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. And then he goes on to say, and all things are of God and have reconciled us to himself by Christ Jesus and have given us the ministry of reconciliation. Reconciliation. To wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and have committed unto us the word of of reconciliation. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, ye that, that be ye reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be the righteousness Of God in him. Watch what he says. I, we are have our ministers of reconciliation for God. And he also says that he made us the righteousness of God in him. As, as long as we are in Christ, if you're, if you're plugged in and connected, remember we read that he is the vine. We are the branches. And as we are connected, we are not only called the minister of reconciliation, but we are also considered the righteousness of God in him. That is powerful. The righteousness of God in him. God is so amazing and, and, is, and is offering things and is, and is making and creating things that are beyond our comprehension. We have to take it by faith. Somebody, somebody might say, I don't feel righteous. I don't feel holy. I don't feel blessed. I don't see nothing around me. The Bible says we, we walk by faith and not by sight. You've got to receive this word. You've got to believe this word. You've got to begin to walk in this word. And in this revelation, all of a sudden, we tap into a, a an awareness, a, a mindset, and we plug into the truth of God, the revelation of God. And that leads us, and all of a sudden, the what you have been reading, what you are identifying with, begins to manifest over you and within you, and you become, and you blossom to be what God has called you to be. So I'm here to tell you, don't go by your feelings. Don't go by what people have said. Don't go by what, what, what the, uh, uh, the news is saying. We need to go by what the word of God says. Uh, I'm telling you, we have, we have significance. In, in, you are significant in the kingdom of God. You are significant in the family that you are in. Uh, even though families sometimes don't value you. They don't look up to you. They don't expect nothing good from you. Uh, sometimes you might be even uh, living with somebody who's talking down to you, and does not appreciate you, and doesn't expect nothing good from you, let it go. Wash it away. Stay on point with God's word. You are significant because you are called a minister of God's reconciliation, and you have been called the righteousness of God. I can't preach that enough and I can't teach that enough. There are people who are allowing the 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 status quo of what people believe uh, in us as as believers or even as as our culture or even the the place that you live in, there's nothing good going to come out of the valley. Nothing good's going to come out of out of Colorado. Nothing good's going to come out of out of this place. This part in Austin. Nothing good is going to come out of this place in Ohio. It doesn't matter the location is nothing to the things of God. It's identity that makes what God is and who he is in your life. Identification. You are significant. You are significant in the things of God. You have a, a purpose. You have an agenda. There is a, a blessing on the inside of you. Watch what 2 Corinthians chapter 6 verse 1 says. He says, uh, he says, we then As workers together with him, beseech you also that ye receive not the grace of God in vain. Now he he gives you a revelation. You and I are co-working. We are working together with Christ Jesus. The work that he begun in us, now we are working it out. We're walking out the purpose of God. Therefore, God is using you to establish his work and his kingdom in this lifetime. You and I have been called God's co-workers. Ephesians chapter uh, 2, verse 6. Watch what Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6 says. He goes on to give us uh, another revelation. And this is so powerful that we need to really uh, uh, get a hold of this revelation. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6 says this and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Watch that. You are connected to heaven. You are connected to, to the heavenly realm, to power, to anointing, to grace, to blessing, to healing, to health, to all these benefits in Christ Jesus. Because when you and I are found in Christ Jesus... It is significant for us uh, uh, to find ourselves in Christ Jesus because in Christ Jesus, we are seated together in heavenly places. You are significant because God is with you. You are significant because God is working, He's working through you. You are significant because God has begun a good work in you. That's why. That's why you are significant. I want to let you know something today. Be encouraged. Be blessed forever. For the Bible says, whatever man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Begin to think on the promises of God, on the revelation that God has said about you and I. We are significant in this life. Why? Christ is with us. We are being molded, worked on. Uh, we are being pr- uh, uh, worked on to produce the fruit of the kingdom of God. So I'm here to let you know, family. I'm here to let you know, friend. You are significant in this life. It doesn't matter. Don't focus on what you don't have. I read this a long time ago, and I'll never forget it. Don't let what you don't have stop you from what you can have. Don't let what you can't do stop you from what you can do. Well, I can't do this yet. Yeah, but you can prepare yourself. I can't go, I can't establish, I can't get this job yet. But you can educate yourself. You can better yourself. You can begin to mold yourself and prepare yourself for that future that you're believing God for. Don't don't let what you can't do stop you from what you can do. Build on this. Establish the revelation of the word of God in your heart and in your mind and know that you have been called and you are significant in this lifetime. Father, we want to bless you today. Thank you for the hearer. Thank you for those that have tuned in. I pray for everyone who is dealing with identity, Father God. I pray that you begin to establish your purpose, your will, your agenda, that we may have the vision that you have called for us to be and walk in, Lord. I thank you, God, because we are being worked on even as we are walking in this life. Father God, I believe that our best days are upon us even now. For Isaiah says, "Arise and shine, for thy light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Though gross darkness be around thee, but thy light shall be seen, and the and and the brightness of thy light shall be seen upon us, and the Gentiles shall run unto our light." Father, I thank you God, use us, build us, heal us, protect us, honor us, build us up, lift us up, God according to your purpose and your ways. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, family, for listening. Please let people know about our new podcast. We're going to continue. It's going to get better and better and better and better. There is a word in our mouth. There is a revelation that God has given us that will release manifestation over your lives. For God has called us, and his word says, life is for living and living an abundant life. So we love you. We're praying for you. Thank you for tuning in. Tune in again as we continue and we finish our, our, our series in this next teaching of who are you in this next segment. God bless you. We love you. We'll talk to you again. Bye bye.